Today we'll do marriage. Hello, you're listening to Four Micronations by Micronations, and I am Angela. I am your Micronation American sister, daughter, auntie, host, creator of the podcast, and dog mom, cat mom, mental health therapist, advocate, change agent. Yeah, all sorts of things. Today, I'm going to be reading again from Some Things of Value, Micronesian Customs as Seen by Micronesians. I always say this, at least I have been this month. I got this book from my boyfriend as a gift for Christmas. He got it off of Amazon. So if it's something you're interested in, um, a group of students and former students told stories about their cultures, Micronesian culture, and compiled it into this text and it's amazing because it's from our people this isn't like other people telling our stories this is like our people telling our stories and that's why I love it because I'm like even if somebody hears these reads these whatever and disagrees it's really just disagreeing with someone else within the culture and being like "Hmm, well that's not the way I see it but it's not like we're getting this filtered through somebody else who's not even a part of the culture so pretty cool Today I'm going to be reading um, something on the three ways of marrying on Ulithi. I always apologize if I miss, you know, if I mispronounce things. So that's how I pronounce it. If I'm saying it wrong, I really do want to apologize. I'm doing my best. Sorry, my dog is barking in the background. Okay, I'm going to read. Here goes nothing. There are several ways of selecting a marriage partner on Ulithi Atoll. Of the three most common methods, two are traditional and the other has developed in recent years. One way of arranging a marriage is for the father to ask for his son's preference and then attempt to arrange the marriage. In this case, it will be the responsibility of the elders to ask the family of the girl for the marriage. The young man would never arrange a marriage by himself. There is much more authority for an elder, such as a father or an uncle, to ask a girl's family for marriage than for the young man to do it himself. Once the marriage has been proposed, the response of the girl's family is nearly always to accept it. On Ulithi, it is believed that whatever the father of a young man desires is usually good. A second traditional way is for the marriages to be arranged. Sometimes the parents of two families will arrange for an engagement for their children at a very early age, or perhaps at a later time in early adulthood. Neither person will be aware of this until they're growing up as it will be kept a secret by the parents. When they're mature enough to marry, they'll be informed. If the boy feels strongly that he does not want to marry the girl, he might oppose the decision of the parents. Otherwise, both the girl and the boy will show respect in abiding the parents' decision. Sometimes, regardless of their personal feelings, they will have to marry because of the great importance of the parents' role of choosing a son or a daughter-in-law in Ulithian custom. There is a third way of getting married that is increasing throughout Ulithi, Satawal, and even in other districts of Micronesia. This way is when two young people simply marry without consulting their elders. If they fall in love and decide to marry, then they go ahead and plan their future on their own. Of course, most parents do not agree with this kind of marriage arrangement. It is thought by elders that boys and girls do not know how to select a dependable marriage partner and are not yet mature enough to make this important decision on their own. Although this type of marriage is increasing on Ulithi, not many young people actually follow it. Respect for the decisions of elders in a lineage is still very strong, and so the great majority of boys and girls still follow the traditional ways of choosing a marriage partner. Marriage customs on Ulithi give little choice to the couple being married. However, on the three ways of marrying, the first way where the young man expresses his preference, 
is probably the most popular on Ulithi. That's just a little bit. So I like this one. It's interesting. I love to hear a lot about like the, these things that are major events. So like marriage, um, deaths, births, birth dates, things like that. Um, this one is interesting because, um, you know, if you were listening a few episodes back, I had read on arranged marriages and I was like, I don't know any arranged marriages. And then I was like, wait, I do. And this is actually very similar to what I've witnessed in arranged marriages in Micronesian culture. Um, for me, it was the second one where the parents know about it, they arrange it, they keep it a secret, they bring it up later, and then um, it's a little bit more similar to the practice or the follow-through, the first one of, like, if you really don't want to, you don't have to, um, at least as far as I think. I don't really know that, but I keep saying it every day, but I am doing an episode every day this month for May, which is Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. I'm calling it Micronesian Month. I'm sorry that you can hear my dogs playing with each other in the background. But yeah, this is how it all started. An episode every single day. And I'm going to try to do it this entire month to honor our month. And so please come back tomorrow. I'll be back tomorrow. I'll have more for you. And in the meantime, you have a great day. Thanks. Thank you for tuning into season four of Four Micronations by Micronesians. And thank you for listening. Four Micronesians by Micronesians is an anchor production hosted, produced, and edited by me, Angela Edward. You can learn more about me at AngelaEdward.com and more about the podcast at the Four Micronesians by Micronesians Instagram page. If you have questions, inquiries, or recommendations for future topics or guests, please DM them into the Instagram page. I do want to recognize that I created this podcast in the home that I have settled in that colonists coined as Jackson, Michigan in the United States. This land is the land that was originally founded by the Potawatomi tribe that lived around what we now know as the Great Lakes. The Potawatomi tribe taught their children about the seven grandfather's teachings of wisdom, respect, love, honesty, humility, bravery, and truth. And as kindred indigenous people, I want to honor their tribe and the respect for their ancestors by recognizing my gratitude for their space. All of my Micronesian listeners and ally listeners, thank you again for listening and don't forget your self-care.